0: Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey everybody, this is Spike Ferrisons from Spike's Car Radio. We're out here in the porch of, uh, at the Malibu Kitchen at the Malibu Country Mart every weekend doing podcasts. My first guest is Jerry Seinfeld. He's right here. We're going to have Jeremy Piven. We're going to have Chris Hardwick. See you soon on Spike Scar Radio. I
1: think he's over-projecting for a podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: and I love to over-project for podcasts. Join me every week at podcast1.com and Apple Podcasts.
2: Yeah, get it on, got to get it on, no choice but to get on, mandate, get on, welcome to yet another CarCast, I'm Adam Carolla, that's Matt, the motorator, DeAndre. Hello. We are uh, doing a special podcast from my trailer in Irwindale, it's a racetrack, uh, where are we, what city are we in? Irwindale. Oh, Irwindale, Yeah. <laughs> It's a very it's very confusing. It's
0: appropriately, appropriately named Turwindale, Race right. Yeah. yeah,
2: Ken Block is our guest. Uh, you know Ken from the Gymkhana and all the all the racing and all the, I mean four hundred million plus views on YouTube. Good to see you, Ken. Thanks for having me. Uh, so we're all doing this project out here. I don't think we're supposed to talk about the project, but I I'll know. just I'll just tell all of you. For some
0: reason, we just started a podcast in the in the. The boss walked in back there. We could talk a little bit about what we're doing, right? We could say that we're doing a Forza Motorsport commercial. Okay. Well, I (laughs) can't see the 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 boss. (laughs) We got the
2: nod back there. When his head starts. (laughs) It's his job on the line. No, (laughs) we deal. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll we'll do a slightly abridged version of CarCast because uh, it's lunch break for us, and uh, they're going to need us back on the set. Pretty soon. So, uh, Ken, so I was talking to you about uh, the, the all wheel drive and drifting all wheel drive, and it, it seemed like a little counterintuitive because you think, well, the, you want the rear end coming around, and then you picture all those 240 SXs, so they started, and like all the cars, the Mustangs, like, yeah. and everything was just rear wheel drive. And now you told me it was better to have the all wheel drive, but I hear about the incredible obstacles. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like you have it's get,
2: better if you can make it work. Otherwise, good luck. But is it? Is it, I mean, if you could put a number to it, like, percentage-wise, is it that much better? Like, if you built another super-drifting mobile, would you go, it's got to be all-wheel drive, people, and we got to do all this to get by, or we can just go rear-wheel because of all the hurdles we had to get over?
1: Uh, well, for me, it, it's all-wheel drive or nothing. It's just what I've done my entire race career. Now, remember... Say, back in the 80s, oversteer was basically something that was a mistake, like in Formula 1. Right. right. That was like, oh, crap, the tires are getting hot. We're oversteering now. But in rally in the 80s, they started using all-wheel drive, um, and you started seeing... Uh, you know, videos and the TV coverage, you know, from Corsica and and Australia, all these places where they're using all-wheel drive cars, but sliding them around these hairpins and and everywhere. So, really, controlled sliding really came from rally, not only in the you know '60s, '70s, and real simple rear-wheel drive, but then in the '80s and all-wheel drive. And from there on, all of rally, be it tarmac or gravel, uh, is really the, the the main part of sort of controlled oversteer with all-wheel drive so it so to explain we haven't really changed much with the car we we control a lot of kind of the balance of the car and how it turns and everything with the way the diffs work and how the suspension is set up we can dial in more oversteer or uh, more understeer all that sort of stuff but sliding an all-wheel drive car is something that's been done since the 80s and yeah. it's actually really quite normal type operation. And well, since I started racing rally, two thousand five, I basically had to learn how to slide an all-wheel drive car around on gravel.
2: Right now it makes sense now because I picture your explanation is succinct because I'm picturing I'm picturing drifting. But now when I'm thinking about rallying yeah. and all those all of them, but especially the starting off with the Quattro's and stuff. It just sliding all the way around those courses in Europe. Watching clips of it last night on Leno's Garage, and, you know, it can't be overstated enough. People on the inside of the corner, people on the outside of the corner, who can touch defenders, it goes by. Yeah. I mean, absolute insanity. And, you know, you travel through... United States, and you see a guy drinking a beer on a, on, in a cafe and smoking a cigarette, and you're like, uh, what? somebody arrest that guy. He's going to get into trouble. He's got a beer and a cigarette. I don't care if it's outdoors. And There's kids around area? here. Yeah. And there they're just holding a beer, and everyone's just flying past. And one thing that Matt and I have been talking about, and you might have some insight to this, is you know, we're always talking about the collector car market and, and where it's going and, and, you know, buy an old Ferrari, buy an old Lamborghini. But So we've been noticing that old race cars have been getting expensive, and specifically old rally cars, 80s, like rally, 80s and 90s, like really, you know, the Renaults yeah. and, and all all the Fords, all of it. Like, that that market has jumped a lot. I don't know if you've been following that market. I don't know if you have any of those cars,
1: I do. I, I, I do, and I and I follow that stuff. Uh, there's a couple reasons for that. 80, the 80s is um, it's the Group B era of rallies. Right. So the Lancia Delta and, um, and the uh, uh, Audi Quattro's and the Ford RS 200. Yeah. Those, those were already quite valuable, and now they just become more and more sort of rare and hard to find because people are actually just holding on to them more too, and then the 90s. Uh, I just tried to buy a a 90s Group A Escort, uh, and they're getting harder and harder to find because now the 25-year rule of not only importing them but also uh, racing them. So once a car becomes a certain age, then it's eligible for classic rallies. Now the early 90s are coming into that age, so all these cars, the Group A WRC cars are all being harder and harder to find, and the prices are just going That's up. That's an interesting point I, of view it.
0: because you're looking at them to race them, and we're looking at them. We're starting to see them show up at like RM and Gooding auctions where you would never see these well, cars well, right, well, pulling 100, 200, some 300 grand. Right,
1: well, well, the demand for the race yeah. has then caused the price to go up. That's basically what we're seeing. We've seen it a lot in just the last couple of years of the See, early 90s cars a, that's a
2: vintage ford escort but if you want just a vintage escort yeah like if you just hit the streets <laughs> and you're looking for i can get you a deal the 90s escorts are much cheaper than like today's versions yeah. you get a super break on vintage just just 90s era escorts okay. all day long man could i give you a break on them Yeah, real quick, let me tell you about Alone. Back for the fourth season with a crazy new twist. Rules have changed. Ten survivalists are still dropped into an unforgiving wilderness, but now it's five competing teams. Brothers, fathers, sons. uh, uh, There's a married couple in there. It's a different kind of survival show. Besides their teammate, they're truly alone. No camera crews. They film themselves. No gimmicks. No forced challenges. Smart, man. Teams are split. Equipped with five items each, to win they must find each other and survive the very unforgiving North Vancouver Island. The longest, and they're five hundred thousand dollars up for grabs. Whoever wins this thing's going home with a boatload of money. Tune in for our all-new season Thursday, ten o'clock nine central on History. That's alone, ten o'clock Thursday nine central only on History. So. <laughs> You know, when we were at um, Goodwood, yeah. a couple of... Wait, you must have been to Goodwood. He he yeah, was at yeah. the Hill Climb when we were there last year. Right, right. The, the Wait, we were at the Hill Climb. Last year. Right. The Hill Climb was like last week. Oh, right, right. A year ago. And so we were all there the year right, before. Okay. Now it's all coming back to me. <laughs> but they have they a vintage rally up there at the top. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, well, they have a very nice... Kind of narrow stage up there. Yeah, that's it's not quite really not your kind of rally. But I mean, yeah. it seems
2: it's like yeah. the first I saw of like what I would call like a vintage rally event. I didn't know about vintage.
1: Yeah, rally, I, I, I don't know that they only run vintage cars. Though, oh, they probably I've, run everything. Yeah, because yeah. I've run uh, a Focus and a Fiesta up there, uh, but most of the cars though, that you see that come out uh, are, are older cars. And that's the amazing thing about Goodwood. You go there and you watch the hill climb. If you're interested in Formula One cars, you know, or, or you know, D T M cars or, you know, modern bikes and modern cars, yeah. like it's amazing to stand on the side of that road and, and watch those things go up. But then you can go to the top of the hill and watch that rally stage and see amazing classic, you know, Group B rally and cars. We didn't even and notice that when cars. we were there. We're
0: like, where are these people going through the forest in these cars? And we're like, there's another event there's like rally cars and then we saw like uh, uh guys on motorcycle like supercross fl- flying through the air yeah. on another part of the like we didn't get a chance to see hardly any of that stuff no
1: i genuinely think that's one of the best car events it's a great event in the entire world we were just it talking is. about we've I, every made a time mistake. ford's like going. you have to go to goodwin i'm like oh damn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get to go drive race cars <laughs> for three days and, yeah. and look at all this amazing equipment but on an estate in southern england that is stunningly beautiful and i mean it's so beautiful and so picturesque i mean it's where the rolls royce factory is yeah. yeah. if you know that they, yeah. they, they, their factory is on the southern part of that property yeah you, it's you pass literally by. Just you could pass the, the road yeah, you when, you, pass when by. you go down the road and yeah. you know
2: actually for you and the kind of equipment that you drive the the only downside if there is a downside to goodwood is it could be raining when you're out on the the track in your slicks or whatever your car that's not really meant for that but but the kind of stuff you drive that's actually just kind of ups the the fun factor yeah. right
1: yeah i mean if you're to have one car out there that really fits that sort of situation it's an all wheel drive car, and we generally bring a wet option set of tires for just for that exact reason it's England it's going <laughs> to rain at some point I had slicks
2: uh, yeah. that somebody took like um a soldering iron, too, and just yeah. put some, like, chevrons it. looked like that, but we just it.
0: used a white Sharpie oh, to make just it look, a white like, sharpie. Make it look like there was I grooves I didn't feel anything that. when yeah. I moved my hand, yeah. but my hand yeah. was white. We're like, we don't want to make Adam nervous. <laughs> Let's just
2: draw some grooves with a white Sharpie. <laughs> From five feet away, it looks like it was So basically, what I had was n- not a good set of dries or wets. I said I'd made some in-betweens. The, uh, yeah, uh, you're so, fine. Yeah, it was fine. So, Jim uh, of, we're talking about uh, 7 was L.A.? How do, as someone who comes from L.A., or oh, you come from L.A., how how long is the permitting and the pulling of the, you know, the cops and the blockage of the streets? And it's like, I, I, I imagine it's a lot like you're shooting Fast and Furious or something. It's just get in there and start pulling, get, pull a bakery ticket and start writing
1: checks. Well, thank God I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the lucky one that gets to sit in the driver's seat. I, there's, we have very good production companies uh, that do all that stuff for us. But and I then, imagine...
0: When the, you the, say, I, the, I the, want to do Gymkhana, let's do L.A., downtown L.A., Dodger Stadium, everything, they say, okay, give me two years and we'll put it together.
1: Yeah, I, I, we work with very good production companies, very good scouts. It's it's like Transformers wants to rent whatever downtown street. And yeah. you, we go through the same process. Uh you know, is
2: everything Sunday night at five in the morning, or is there noise restrictions?
1: Uh, it all depends. Like we do neighborhood stuff during the week when everyone's at school and at right. work, and we do downtown stuff on the weekends when you know the financial district's obviously not working. So it's it's all very smartly done by people much smarter about that stuff than me. Is so. there
2: is there a is there a, a so, Moby Dick? or a you know just sort of fantasy like through Manhattan down you know Broadway Times Square like like Where you want to do do completely yeah, underwater the <laughs> yeah i mean do you have a you know blues brothers through a shopping mall like is is there something that's on your bucket list
1: um i have to say that uh i've been very lucky to do the the videos that we've done we've done nine of them and now we're now working on the concept of ten um but i'd have to say that because i grew up in southern california and i grew up watching movies like bullet san francisco was, was like it's like the ultimate playground to me la is cool i enjoyed playing in la but san francisco just with all the elevation changes and jumps and the water in the background and like twisty streets like and we we basically set out a menu of like what would be the funnest stuff to do, and we were able to do almost everything that we wanted. So I gotta say it's it's kind of a letdown when you do the best thing you've ever wanted to do, <laughs> and then like what do you do next? You yeah. know. But I've been lucky to continue to do stuff in in Dubai and here in L.A. and and you know then continue to, yeah. to have, have sponsors. I have an answer for me.
2: Ken. When you've done everything you want to do, as to what do you do next? You start a podcast. Yeah. That's 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 when you're done. When you're You are talk done. about other people Pretty and what much. they want to do. Everything's just kind of in the <laughs> rearview mirror. Yeah. Just start a Your podcast. Your partner's hosting the Oscars. <laughs> you just start a podcast. You call it life. That, yeah. That's how it works. All right. Let's see. How are we doing on... Oh, boy. Jeez. What's the time? Let me tell you about uh, Garage Boss. Oh, man. Love these guys. Biggest complaint about changing the oil, the cleanup, but... Now there's Garage Boss. We have these guys. I think we hung out with them at SEMA, right, Matt? Yeah, we did. That woman had a lot of energy. She yeah. was fun. She gave me a care package with. Um, it's like it was like was Pure Mince, and Purell and Purell and stripper glitter.
0: Yeah, <laughs> stripper juice.
2: <laughs> Thankfully, I had my own stripper glitter already. Uh, Garage Boss—they're the uh, oil drain pans. Uh, got a full line of drain pans with no mess solutions, like uh, disposable tearway sheets, integrated funnels, just drain directly into the Garage Boss container and put it in your trunk and drive to the nearest recycling auto parts store, and boom, done. Bob's your uncle. So, from oil pan to drain pan to Recycling Center. It's just that easy. It's available at Amazon.com. Just use uh, Search Garage Boss. That's Garage, B-O-S-S. Good company, good product. We love it. We use it. Uh, So, Ken. uh, The next next evolution of
0: the Gymkhana videos is the Climb Khana. Right? Is that what
1: is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm just trying to come up with more excuses <laughs> to go drive places I want to drive. <laughs> but
0: yeah, like So explain that. What's that gonna be?
1: Uh well Pikes Peak is somewhere that uh I, I've I raced up it once in in two thousand five and I watched it like as a kid, uh, with a lot of interest and and really one of the things that caught my attention was back in the in the eighties when uh, the Quattro came over and set the fastest time, and seeing the all-wheel drive cars go up, it was just really cool to me, because that's what I could relate to, because I really liked Raleigh. Uh, so I've always wanted to go back there, but I, I also like to kind of go to some of these places, you know, like with the Gymkhana series, and and not race per se, it's more of having fun with the car, you know, sliding around, driving with a lot of oversteer, and kind of driving the way that I watched my heroes drive in the 80s and 90s very sideways in the rally cars so to be able to go to somewhere like pike's peak and be able to not only drive some of those sections quite quick but really you know slide some of those epic corners and even set up you know little situations where i'm you know doing other sort of gymkhana type uh put technical some driving and some fun stuff yeah up there we and- put different obstacles up there from figure eights and Donut boxes to even sliding around a helicopter, but yeah. So so having that mountain as a playground to to race up it and play is just like really a literal dream come true for me. So, so so
0: that one you're like you just you you like give the park ranger some money, but like let me borrow your yeah. mountain for a little while. And uh, we're going to bring a couple of cars and a helicopter really or two. Wish it was that easy, man. It, <laughs> it so seems easy. like it's easier I than think it's actually harder, rent San Francisco. I
1: think it's harder doing that than <laughs> renting a, a downtown street in L.A. Um, you know what? But it, it's amazing that I, I have great sponsors like Toyo that's backing, uh, you know, Climb con along with Pennzoil that they are willing to listen to my crazy ideas and say, yeah, we'll get behind that. And, you know, I get to go off and really – Have fun doing one of my fantasies and do it with a 1,400-horsepower car and uh, make a piece of marketing out of it that not only I think that uh, I really enjoy to watch. Like I I make this stuff that me and my friends and all the guys that work for me, we love making this stuff because it's it's what we want to watch on the Internet. And so it just happens to be that a lot of the fans like to watch that, too. So I really am quite a lucky bastard that I get to do this stuff. I have a great racing career and I get to do this fun stuff. But
2: You know, I think it's been, you know, it's such a weird new world order now where everyone has to kind of invent themselves and create and build a market and build a brand and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just the fact that you've been able to just build a brand, you know, there's so many, you know, it's like, you know, Schumacher is great, but I never heard, you know, I didn't... he got a lot of endorsements and stuff like that. And there's been many guys, there's guys, Oh, we, we were going to talk about Tanner Faust. I forgot about, we ever make fun of Tanner Faust. but getting out there with the, uh, with the apparel and the name and the videos and the online and stuff like, I mean, it's really, it's, you've really done a an amazing dynamic job. I mean, you've, you've done what we all, you know, I have to do it in show business. I have a, like a comedian, like you want to sell a book, you got to build a name, you got to build a brand like that, but doing it, in, in the automotive space, I mean, we were just talking to a JR Granatelli. Yeah. And he's like, Andy Granatelli was just P.T. Barnum, man. He just built this Granatelli brand. Like, he built this thing. I mean, he was a race car driver, but he was a brand. Yeah. And it's just a... He's
0: kind of it, an engineer. Like, he was just like, I'm going to do a car. and I'm going to put a turbine engine in it. And I'm going to get Parnelli Jones in the car. And I'm going to build wacky stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, hats off to you sponsored monster energy drink hats off to you (laughs) thank you for for and ford for for just building that brand i mean it's 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 an unbelievable empire well it's
1: funny though that like i i think that today uh we're kind of at an interesting merge of things it's been going on obviously for a while but with the internet like i grew up a rally fan but i had to find it in the magazines i had to Wait till maybe someone decided to put Pikes Peak or a rally on TV. That was the only way to watch it. But nowadays, all you got to do is go to YouTube or Google and type in R A L L Y, you know, and yeah. you'll come up with all sorts of options. So I think that being able to showcase stuff that we like to showcase, you know, from a custom car build to sliding a corner a certain way, not only are we as brand makers and athletes able to do things that just weren't possible in the past but as a consumer you have so many more options out there to kind of see what you want to see and for us making the gymkhana series we're just showcasing something to me that i wanted to see as a kid i wanted to watch the car slide around and do cool stuff so we're having fun dreaming that stuff up and then actually making it and doing it as real as we possibly can
2: ken's being very humble because Take the internet. I love porn. Yeah, but I don't. I make. Let me correct that. I make very little of it these days myself, and especially the guy and guy stuff. I've almost that's way less than fifteen percent of my business now. <laughs> <laughs> hooniganracing.com is uh, where you go. Uh, the you, you should just go to Hoonigan to see what uh, what's coming up next, what events, what what merch, what what whatever. H o o n i g a n racing.com. dot com. Shoot uh, Ken a uh, tweet at uh, K Block Forty Three. Instagram at K Block Forty Three. Ken, I know there's another rally coming up, Canada in about a month, if memory serves, that you're going to be at. Can we see that online, on TV, on cable?
1: Uh, yes. So uh, that's a uh, part of the World Rallycross Championship that I'm racing in. That's our only event in North America. Uh, Ten of the Races are over in Europe, uh, one in North America, and one in South Africa. Uh, so wow. that one's in about four weeks, up in uh, up near Montreal, Canada, and uh, you can see that on I think Ford Performance broadcasted here live on their Facebook page.
2: Huh?
0: I don't know what that's saying. Ken's looking at his people, and they're all shrugging. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, YouTube. It's probably on YouTube. YouTube as well. As well. Yeah, okay. If you don't know where YouTube it is, just, and just tweet Ken Block and ask him yeah. again and again and again until oh. he replies.
2: Quick break to talk about GEICO. Everybody's got the to-do list. Huh? You've got to drop off the dry cleaning. you got to uh, pick up the milk, uh, take out the cat, bring in the dog. No, I think you put the dog. Anyway, go to GEICO. Save hundreds of dollars in a car insurance. You don't have to drop anything off or pick anything up. Just go to GEICO.com. 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance. Why wouldn't you save a whole lot of money? Put that extra money in your pocket and uh, get an extra set of tires that uh, can block and burn off for you doing a donut. Just go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. Geico. All right. I know they're going to want us out on set so thanks yeah. for carving out some time, Ken.
1: Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. We've got to have you come in Always again. enjoy talking to you guys.
2: And until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Ken Block and Matt the moderator. D'Andrea is saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel.